Hello everyone. Before we start today's podcast, some exciting news for you. You can experience the Inside Politics podcast live in Dublin on May 16th when Hugh Linehan, Jennifer Bray and I will be joined by Cliff Young of Ipsos, one of America's top pollsters, to talk about the US election, our own local and European elections and much more. It's a breakfast event kicking off at 8am in Trinity College. If you'd like to attend, you can get tickets at irishtimes.com forward slash events. That's irishtimes.com forward slash events. I hope we see lots of you there. I've always said that the election should happen at the best time for the country. Now is that time. Oh, come, nobody ever reads manifestos during the election, Sean, you know oh, that. Look, they've taken our policies. They are bereft of policies. For every person that likes you, there have to be people that hate you in equal measures. Hello and you're very welcome to this special additional Election Daily podcast from Inside Politics with the Irish Times. The reason it's additional is because it's just around 10 o'clock and the Irish Times is releasing its first Ipsos MRBI poll of this election. Pat Lee, our political editor, is with us. Pat, what have you got? Hi, Hugh. Okay, so yes, as you say, this is the first uh, campaign poll that we're publishing. Sampling was done amongst 1,200 people uh, last Thursday, Friday and Saturday. So after the election was called, uh, accuracy level is estimated plus or minus 2.8%. And the numbers are as follows. Fianna Fáil, 25%, 23% for Fianna Gael, 21% for Sinn Féin, 5% for Labour, 8% for the Greens and 18% for Independents and small parties grouped together. So that is Fianna Fáil in the lead. How does that compare with our most recent poll, which I think was in October? OK, so this is the first time that Fianna Fáil have been in the lead in this series of polls for three years, back to February 2017, just at that time when the government was in crisis and Enda Kenny decided to uh, leave, uh, uh, to, to resign as Taoiseach. So it's the first time since then that Fianna Fáil are in the lead. There's two big movements in this poll since uh, our last poll in October. Not Fianna Fáil, which is unchanged at 25% in October, but Fianna Gael are down six points from October, down from uh, 29% to 23% today. And Sinn Féin up by seven points. They were at 14% in October. They're at 21% today. So those are the, the two big movements that we see uh, in this poll as a campaign gets as the campaign gets going. And I think they're driven by some of the other data that we'll be that we're releasing this evening on government and party leader satisfaction. You'll find those numbers mirrored in it. So government satisfaction drops from 42% in October of last year to just 27% today. That's a big drop. That's a huge drop in and, only a couple of months, isn't it? And mirrored in the drop uh, in satisfa personal satisfaction for Taoiseach Leo Varadkar, who was down from 51%, which was historically a very high rating that he had in October, down to just 35%. So, they, so, so Fine Gael and, and Leo Varadkar were in the middle of, a, of their Brexit bounce, their second Brexit bounce, I suppose it was, back then, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it's important uh, just to point out the context of that October poll, which was just after the budget and just after the uh, agreement 
between Boris Johnson and Leo Varadkar in, people might remember that meeting in the Wirral near Liverpool, which essentially paved the way for the breakthrough on Brexit. So there may have been a bit of a Brexit bounce going on, maybe been a bit of a budget bounce going on at that stage. Either way, these numbers are falling back to earth today. And they demonstrate, I think, or or they sketch out a political landscape at the beginning of this campaign. And look, of course, polls will change over the course of the campaign and the polls will be different. You know, one thing I can tell you for certain is that, you know, the the exact percentages when the votes are counted will be different from this. Mm -hmm. But what these numbers sketch out is a political landscape that makes re-election for Fine Gael with anything like the sort of strength they had the last time quite difficult. Now, I, I, a lot of people will be asking, I think, will be aware that over the course of the weekend, uh, another newspaper, the Sunday Times, um, released a behaviour and attitudes poll, which in some ways showed similar trends in terms of Fine Gael vote declining, uh, a boost in support for Sinn Féin. But there were much more dramatic numbers. In fact, there were some extraordinary numbers when you drilled down into them. So while there are similar trends here, they're not as pronounced as the previous poll, which wasn't actually conducted while the campaign was up and running. Well, up to a point, yes. Yeah, I mean, I think that's possible. Possibly the the key the key difference. I mean, you know, people can make their own minds up on it. But that the, the Sunday Times poll, which showed a twelve point lead for Fianna Fáil, which would be extraordinary, I think. Um, and certainly, people that I've been speaking to since that poll was published uh, in the various parties who have access to some of their own research were sceptical about that particular finding at least uh, in the poll and it's 12 point lead for Fianna Fáil. That's a long way of saying people in the, the people who are running the campaigns don't believe the gap is anything like that. They think it's something a lot more like what our poll describes today. But look, people can make up their own minds on that. Fianna Fáil exactly the same as in October. Should we read anything into that? That there's a there's a maybe some kind of a, a roof on how far they can go even when Fine Gael is in trouble? Well, you could look at it that way, or you could say that their support has been pretty consistent across the timeline. We've seen support creep up. You know, things like like if you're a if you're a party strategist, what you want to see is steady and uh, sustainable gains. Anytime there's a huge move in party support, as we've seen in 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 in, in some polls and see today in some, uh, to some degree with the Sinn Féin move and the Fine, Fine Gael fall, often those big moves tend to come back in the following poll. What you want to see if you're a party manager is a slow and sustainable increase mm-hmm. in party support. And if you look across the timeline of Fianna Fáil support, you're seeing, uh, you're seeing that. So I suspect that 25% is pretty solidly where Fianna Fáil are. There's another point to consider. And uh, and we talk about it a little bit more when we come to talk about the Sinn Féin number, I think. But you, if you look at the performance of campaign polls and early campaign polls in particular in the last number of elections, Fianna Fáil tends to outperform those polls sure. when the votes are counted. Now, there may be a number of reasons that we could speculate for that, but the fact that they outperform the polls is uh, is incontestable. So I think that Fianna Fáil will be reasonably happy with this. They will look at this and they can think we can add a couple of more percent to it uh, and we can, we, can, we can beat Fine Gael in first preference votes and therefore we can beat them in dull uh, seat numbers and therefore we can be in pole position to form the next government. So I would be amazed if Fianna Fáil, 
you know, adds an awful lot onto this number. I wouldn't at all be surprised to see them add a few percent onto this number. I think the question of this campaign is now, which direction does Fine Gael go? Does it go back up or is it going to bounce around down that sort of low 20s? I mean, another question, it strikes me, which some people may be surprised by, is the fact that Sinn Féin, who had a pretty dreadful year last year, awful local and European elections, looked as if they had lost a substantial amount, 30% of their total vote uh, in the space of a couple of years, have bounced back and they're up, as you say, it's it's essentially a 50% increase in their their vote total on on the last poll. Yeah, there's there's no question. I think, you know, if Fianna Fáil will be, you know, kind of happy enough uh, with, with this poll, I think that... Um, Sinn Féin will be ecstatic with it because, as you say, not just last year, but for the last two years, really, since Mary Lou MacDonald became leader, they've had a difficult time of it. And that difficult time, for lots of different reasons, was punctuated by uh, not just not just bad, but quite, from the party's point of view, quite worrying election results. What this suggests today is, you know, that that trend may have uh, may have ended and that the party can look forward to uh, to d- at least defending its seat numbers in the um uh, uh in, in w- when the election comes now just as and a note of caution here for Sinn Féin which is every reason to be happy with this poll without a shadow of a doubt but a note of caution for Sinn Féin I think is that just as Fianna Fáil has tended to outperform its polls when the votes come to be counted. Sinn Féin is the opposite. The opposite has happened to Sinn Féin. And one of the reasons that we've, many times in this studio, have postulated uh, for that is, uh, is that its support is strongest amongst those cohorts of the electorate which are least likely to actually turn up and vote on the day, that is to say uh, uh, working class votes and young, younger voters and particularly among young working class male voters. And we see those strengths again today in the Sinn Féin, uh, in the Sinn Féin vote. Having said that, I'd say they would take your hand off for this sort of result And you'd also today. have to say that it adds strength to the argument that Mary Lou Macdonald should be in uh, the leaders, what is currently structured as head-to-head debates between Mial Martin and Leo Varadkar. Well, I think that is certainly how Sinn Féin would present the result. And on the basis of these numbers... They are up there with the big two parties mm-hmm. as uh, as contenders. That having been said, I suppose the uh, the head to head debates are really debates between the two possible Taoiseach. and notwithstanding the fact that Shin, uh, that, that Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael are less than fifty percent of the total vote according to this poll, and that therefore fifty percent of the of voters are going to vote for uh, somebody else, or at least express that preference at the moment. I don't think anybody really believes that Mary Lou Macdonald is a contender to be the next Taoiseach. So I would be surprised if there is a uh, a reversal of position on behalf of the broadcasters. But that's obviously for them to. There's still a lot of small parties and independents out there. I know it can be difficult with the margin of error to figure out, you know, exactly how Labour are doing, how the Greens are doing. Those numbers, 5% for Labour, 8% for the Greens, seem about there and thereabouts from trends that we saw at the, at the tail end of last year. Any sign of downward pressure on independence, which we've been hearing a lot about? 
Yeah, I mean, if you just strip the, 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 the Greens and Labour out from the small parties and independent sort of umbrellas, but 18%, that's the same as it was in, uh, in October, representing a bit of a fallback since the last general election. I think there'll be fewer independents and small party TDs elected at this election because I think that the, big, the two biggest parties will be stronger. But just to run through those numbers in that breakdown uh, amongst the independents and smaller parties, let's say excluding... Uh, Labour and the Greens. We see Solidarity People Before Profit at 2%. That's up 1% from October. Social Democrats at 2%. That's up 1% from October. Independence for Change at 1%, down 1%. Independent Alliance, less than 1%. That's no change. Non-party independents are on 10%. That's no change. And other groups and parties are on 3%. That's up 1%. The thing about as we know, we've discussed before, small parties and independents, these big national polls are not the best vehicle uh, for uh, assessing their support because what they depend on is a candidate being in a position to sure. get 12, 15, 20% in an individual constituency and this doesn't So the difference that. between 1% and 2% share of the vote in a poll like this it's, not it's, it's well yeah. within the margin of error of and course. it doesn't necessarily reflect those local realities. We'll be looking forward to further polls and further information as the week goes on, Pat, but we'll leave it there for now. Thanks, you. And that's it for this special podcast. Thanks to our producer, Declan. Remember, you can subscribe to us on all the usual places. You can also find us at irishtimes.com slash podcast. Your views are most welcome. You can mail us at politicspodcast at irishtimes.com or you can usually find us on Twitter. But until the next time, thanks for listening.